0: hey everyone welcome to the faith and fandom podcast this is the artist alley edition for HeroesCon con 2022 their fantastic 40th and uh i am joined with my daughter bella hello um bella was my booth buddy for this weekend um And so she's going to be just kind of discussing the show with me. This was a big deal to be back at Heroes Con because Heroes Con, it was my first show ever back in 20, I don't even know when, forever ago, Um, 2009 or 2010, but it was also the first show that Faith and Fandom vended at, and uh, it's been one of my staple shows. I've never missed one, and for it to get shut down for a couple years was kind of heartbreaking so we're really grateful that it was back this year and that it was it was i feel like it was back to normal but also that it was the 40th anniversary was a great thing to be there so uh just overall was really excited about the experience bella this was your first heroes con and uh Was your first? You haven't been to the facility even for Heroes Con since you were like four years old. So, uh, comparing this to other shows you were been at, you've been at, what was it like?
1: Well, it was like enormous and more booths than I've ever seen. So, it was just like a whole different level.
0: And you've been to Galaxy Con though. Um, It still seemed bigger to you than Galaxy Con.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. I feel that way too in the size of it, but I'm biased when it comes to some stuff like that. What else seemed kind of different to you about the show?
1: Um, there were more comics than I've, anything, and that was just kind of surprising because most cons aren't all about comics. So,
0: And that's what Heroes Con has really always been. has been a comics purist show, and um, our friend Sarah came, like our... Real world, real, real world friend Sarah came to the show and she was disappointed because it was, it actually was about comics and there weren't celebrities and it was kind of boring because there wasn't like people from CW TV shows or wrestlers or walking dead zombies or stuff like that. So it is definitely not the show for somebody who just wants random selfies and photos and stuff like that. Um, what was it like for you uh, when we were? So, if you've ever talked to me about our load in process for Heroes Con, outside of one year where we use the loading dock, we've primarily used just carts of getting stuff from one parking lot to the other and trying to not die in the streets of downtown Charlotte. In my early days, I would spill entire tubs of books. And shirts in the middle of intersections and look like an idiot um, what was it like for you on the load in load out process for this how did you feel about it
1: i just felt like we were gonna get run over at some <laughs> moment because we were walking slowly is what it felt like with all this stuff
0: and outside of dropping like that one white rack we really didn't have any major major issues it was tight like uh, we barely fit in the doors we barely fit in the elevator but, uh, we did score some, uh, what was it? Seasonal k- kombucha, 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 kombucha. Okay. Um, we parked in the Weston parking lot, uh, which is the big hotel next to it. And, uh, as we were waiting in the lobby during the rain, uh, we were both thirsty after unloading and everything else, or maybe even before unloading, I think it was after we unloaded and we were walking back and, uh, I grabbed us some kombucha to drink and, um, just just saying how bougie of a hotel do you have to be to have seasonal kombucha it's not even like cucumber water or water or lemon or anything
1: lavender ginger ale
0: lavender ginger ale seasonal kombucha um it was just a lot but uh, it was a good it was a good experience it was nice loading in and finding our booths and getting the badges again and it, it was just really good to be back in the building and we uh had My preference that I've had so far of booths is being on the back wall at Heroes Con, especially if you're near a bathroom or concessions because that means more people have to go by where you are. And it's easy to find. And we were right at the end of the 1600 aisle. And so that was cool too. And uh, we are next to a lady that did uh, prints and stickers and stuff like that. But uh, there were two empty booths. Um, to my left, and for Friday we, you know, kind of held our ground and left them empty, but Saturday morning really just kind of spread out because it's just not a good look to have empty tables beside you because that means people think your area isn't really worth going to, so we kind of spread out with that, and I think our booth looked a lot better once we spread out, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it just looked more... I was more attracted to it once it was spread out. It just drew your attention
0: yeah it's 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 really tight to have all of that stuff in a six foot space, which tells me I kind of need to rethink um our spacing but this is the first time I put hats above the books too and I think that kind of went well too um but with that it was it was a good experience to get in there uh Thursday nights we we loaded in and had the heartbreak of uh, finding out that uh, Bubba's Barbecue uh, was closed. Now, um, for the last, golly, five years of Heroes Con, I've stayed at the Micro Hotel off of Banner Elk Drive in Charlotte, and it is right next to a Waffle House and a Circle K gas station.
1: And a Starbucks.
0: Now a Starbucks. There wasn't one before. Um... But it's also right next to a legendary Carolina barbecue place called Bubba's Barbecue. Lots of humor and dad jokes. Really good food. And so we called them from the show floor Thursday after we had unpacked. Only to find out that they had been shut down for over a month because of COVID. And it was going to be a couple more weeks before they opened up. And I I was just heartbroken because I literally booked that hotel with the intention of overeating barbecue. At this establishment, and I was so excited to bring my daughter to a place so we could pig out on pig, and just have that shared experience. And it, it made me quite sad that uh that did not get to happen. Um, but we grabbed some cookout and went back to our room in exhaustion. And then we played uh, the Ted Lasso board game and watched office reruns on Freeform, <laughs> and until we were about ready to pass out. So. Overall, it was a solid load in. Um, And then we just kind of got rested and ready for Friday. Um, This was also, if I'm not mistaken, this is the longest show you've done with me, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Because you've done, like, two-day shows. You've done stuff like Charleston and uh, Fayetteville and, like, some other places. I don't think you've done shows that lasted three whole days. Um, Was it more exhausting for you, um, being a three-day show, or did you just kind of get used to it? Um, I
1: liked it being that long.
0: I think it gives you more of a chance to, like, really uh, appreciate the whole scope of it. But then again, by Sunday afternoon, it kind of felt like really dead after, like, 3 o'clock to the last couple hours. Sunday was a weird day for us anyway, but, you know. We can kind of get cover that in a second. Um, so just to ask you this, what was the favorite thing that you saw at the show, period?
1: Um, probably the guy with the free still.
0: Okay, so uh, one of my first ever booth neighbors uh, was George, not George Foreman, um, hold on, George... Oh, hold up. Um, I'm going to find him. Uh, I'm going to look up his wife. Hold on. Ugh. She doesn't have her last name on here. Um. Okay, cool. George Farmer uh, is the guy. George Farmer was one of the first dudes I was ever, my booth was next to. And he does really... Uh, caricature-ish the comic book style or not comic book news news comic strip style art of different characters and he was giving out free prints that were just photo prints of his work and Bella would disappear for a while and then show back up with some more of his prints then disappear and show back up with some more of his prints
1: he said he didn't want to take any of them home he said free prints take all you want I took all I wanted.
0: So she came back with Rent. Uh, She came back with Scott Pilgrim, with uh, uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Batman. Yeah, there's just a lot. And um, I I do love George and his wife, Samantha, and they have a tiny human as well. And literally, my first heroes, they were right beside me and they were selling coasters. And they've kind of migrated in some different art throughout the years. And. It was cool to see them there um, with that. What else? What were some of your favorite things there?
1: Um, The guy with balloon animals. I just saw some of the stuff he made, and it looked pretty amazing. And uh, I think the lady beside us was also my favorite. Just those three all together.
0: Why was she one of your favorites?
1: I just liked a lot of her prints and her little (laughs) charms and stickers. They were adorable.
0: Yeah, they were. She had a Gengar that was freaking precious. And there's a new Calcifer sticker on my laptop that came from her. Um, Some things that were cool. (coughs) I got to see in person Chris from uh, uh, Uncommon in Charlotte. Uh, If you follow on uh, you see if you follow my instagram you'll see, often see a lot of them posts from uncommon and uh they just do a lot of good encouraging ministry stuff in the charlotte area and it was cool to see him at the booth uh we there was this awesome peacemaker cosplayer that had an eagle and everything and
1: was just walking around <coughs> with it on his hand
0: yeah that was great it was good to see uh danny cook um or Danny Quick, sorry, who uh, does the Ace Blade comics. And I don't think it was a Friday thing, but it was really neat that uh, somebody saw his book at my booth that I wrote the little segment for, went to Danny's booth, bought the first four issues of the comic from Danny, and then went back to the booth to buy the fifth issue from me. <laughs> and also, I just think it was good, you know, for Danny. And um, one of my favorite things is, like, <coughs> there are certain cosplayers that show up to certain shows only. And there is a Colonel Sanders and Wendy, co- Wendy cosplayer that have shown up to Heroes Con for years. One day they show up dressed as standard Colonel Sanders and Wendy with some dad jokes and some weird freebies. And then the second day they show up as like apocalyptic Colonel Sanders and Wendy's covered in blood with like weapons and stuff. And literally, I saw them coming down the aisle, and I listened, it's you guys! I'm so glad! And, you know, it was neat, and they were glad to see me as well. Um, and uh, it was also neat that this was one of those shows where we actually started. You can tell how a powerful a show is by how quickly you see people cosplaying stuff. And I saw no less than eight Eddies from Stranger Things. Maybe four Chrissies from Stranger Things. that was powerful as well. And a couple cool things too, is I got to see some, uh, folks that I only really get to talk to from Instagram. Um, and what's, what's uh, not, I was going to say it's lame, but it's not lame. It's just different. There are, um, some people, I don't know their real names. I only know their Instagram name. Like, um, uh, one of the guys is M G K C P T R or P -P 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 like, like, I I know the Instagram name more than I know like the real name and the, you know I'm I know who he is in person I recognize his face but at the same time I was like I know you by your Instagram and it was like oops to forget that you know some people times you actually need to take an effort to really learn people's real names because otherwise you just know them by their Instagram handles and their profile pictures with that. It's kind of weird. I also got to see, uh, uh, Adam, who is one of, uh, our Patreon supporters and, um, Adam is one of our Patreon supporters and it was cool to see him in person as well. So just really appreciated that. Um, but yeah, the first day went pretty well after the con ended on the first day though. We got to go eat sushi with uh, Miss Candace and Mr. Russell. Candace and Russell are one of my longtime con family and some of my favorite people. And they took Bella and out to eat sushi. And um, Bella, they, or they took us out to eat rock and roll sushi specifically, which is the Conveyor Belt Sushi. So uh, Bella, you're making some faces. <laughs> What's your vibe on the Conveyor Belt Sushi? <laughs>
1: It was fun, it was interesting, and I almost threw up. I tried I think literally twenty types of sushi. And then some rice. And a bad piece of cake. So
0: Yeah, and like she she literally looked kinda peaked uh, when it was over. But uh you know, that was one of those we ate some amazing sushi and hang out and talk with our friends for a little bit. Um and then we went back to our cabin, or not our cabin, but our hotel, and it was a good experience. Um, uh, Saturday and Sunday kind of blurred together as far as people. Um, I will say this is one of my favorite moments of the whole show, was there were three young ladies that uh, came to the booth, and these three young ladies were talking about how important and just encouraging my books had been and they wanted to get more books and stickers and stuff but they just like I got weepy just at how kind they were if you're looking at our photos on our Facebook or anything they're on the day two and three it's the first photo but those three young ladies really were a huge blessing and uh I, I just greatly appreciate them and our friend Sarah hung out with her with us at our booth a good bit because she didn't expect it she didn't know it wasn't a pop culture con but it was cool to get to spend that much time with... I don't think I've spent that much time with Sarah in a long time. And uh, I'll be officiating her wedding in a few months. So it was cool to also get to spend some time with her and her fiancé together. I got to see a cosplayer of the new Daredevil, Elektra Daredevil. That was fun. Um there's a really cool uh, Mrs. Or Sue from Fantastic Four, which is really neat. Um, There was a young lady dressed up like Red Robin. uh, And when I went to go take a photo of her, I said, has anyone said yum to you lately? And like making the horrible joke and she didn't get it. And it was awkward because then it sounded like a creepy old man statement. Not like I was making a bad dad joke. And I explained it and it was better, but it was still weird. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Uh, there's a really dope Thor and Wonder Woman walking around. Some late, late, there's a handful of Lady Dimitresques, a belly dancing uh <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Um, I mean, they're just some really cool cosplayers, but uh, overall, those are some of the best experiences. And um, there's a musician slash actress named Angelica Childs who came and prayed with us over, um, you know, before Sunday was over, and that was really nice, and also. Uh, there was a couple that came up and they were looking at book eight and they said uh, I don't know if there are a couple there were two people um, that came up and they were looking for book eight and they said, oh this is the one like and they were talking about how someone had sent them to get it and I found out it was my friend Stephanie uh, Tillman who wasn't gonna be able to make the show show had sent that and that was just it was encouraging to me that uh, people that weren't even able to make the show were still sending people to get stuff and I got to see the Trevor and his dad who are Charlotte Staples and the whole community, and I just missed them, and I missed a lot of people with that. Um, uh we had some really good conversations. Were there any people that came by the booth that really stood out to you as far as like conversations or anything?
1: Um, while you were gone, do just I don't know where you went. But there was this guy who came by who said he had the first four issues of his book, and was just talking and that one just stood out to me just because.
0: So he had the first four books, yeah. And um, we had one lady who came by the booth for like twenty minutes a day at least for the last two days, and she you know just had a lot of conversations and discussions and had a lot to say and just about what con life looked like in a lot of ways and how some cons are a little darker and some cons are a little less encouraging and uh heroes actually had a spiritual themes and comics panel this year which was cool i was not on the panel but they had one that's still with that they actually had that panel in general so i was grateful for that um It was also a weird day, because Roe versus Wade happened the first day of the con, so there was a lot of political discourse happening uh, in my real world life and at the con as well. Um, Anything else that really stood out to you as impressive about the city, the food, the travel, anything like that, about that just made it a good show for you, a bad show, anything like that?
1: Um... Einstein's bagel made everything better just because it was great.
0: Yeah, that's my coffee preference at the Charlotte Convention Center is Einstein's bagels for sure.
1: And just all the buildings just made it kind of feel majestic.
0: Yeah, there is a majesty to that. Um, I am grateful, and I know this is going to sound dumb, but I am grateful for two days of not having to pay for parking. (laughs) because one day I left my parking ticket in the sun and it fried to a crisp and I got stuck and I didn't want to pay the double parking rate because you had to pay 10 and and you would have had to pay $20 instead of 10 if you lost your ticket. And I just pushed the help button. I was like, help, please. Uh, I'd like to talk to someone because there was nobody at the physical booth. And rather than somebody actually talking to me, they just opened the gate and let me out. And I was like, yay. Um, but also, um, on the last day that the place we parked wasn't even charging for parking. So that was just wonderful. It uh, was
1: supposed to, but once we got out, they just let everyone go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be $10 and we weren't sure how it was going to work out. It was awkward getting through it, uh, getting our stuff through that building and elevator. Um,
1: and we went on an elevator with all our stuff that hadn't been inspected in two years. And it was creaking and I was holding on for dear life.
0: Um, I will say I really enjoyed having Bella with me the whole time. Not just because she's my kid, but she's also just a really cool human. And uh, it helped me not get emotionally down or damaged or discouraged with that. Because otherwise I could be. Um, this was the first show that we had... Uh, book eight at this was also the first show that we had the balance which is the mary and martha devotional we wrote no surprisingly that one was kind of popular and we sold out of book seven um, and we sold out a lot of other books and not that you know again this is never a for-profit thing but it is helpful in knowing how you're doing Uh, this was to my understanding and my recollection financially the most successful heroes con we've had by a couple hundred dollars um and that that's encouraging to me because there's been times at heroes con where i've barely made hotel and table and this time was like it was nice to be able to put some you know money back into the the expenditures because even with our patreon supporters um it still costs a lot to do that show because the table's $300. You spend like $300 on hotel, food, parking. Uh, like I spent almost $400 to get our shirts made for uh, this bundle plus like $300 in books. So we probably spent $1,200 just getting ready for this and Galaxy Con. So it's a lot, dude. It really is a lot. Um, any other thoughts, anything you want to say about Heroes Con before we dip out?
1: I remember one cosplay that really stood out was that whole group of multiverse Spider-Men.
0: Oh, yeah. There was, there was maybe 20, uh, multiverse Spider-Men and that was pretty neat.
1: And they were all in a group together.
0: Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, Another, I think one of my favorite things, too, was just seeing artists that I've been known doing these shows for years, seeing people like John Harrison, seeing Lyle and Chris and seeing place. seeing Batgirl, um, seeing that. Um, uh, I got to meet a new artist this time, uh, Brittany Green, and this was one of those ministry situations. Also, I saw somebody from, uh, I saw two people from Love Thy Nerd, one person I knew, one person I didn't know. And I forgot to ask the other person's name. Um, so if you are a red-haired young lady who is at Heroes Con, who's also part of Love Thy Nerd, I'm sorry I was a jerk and didn't ask your name. Um, but forgive me for that. But uh, I got to meet Brittany Green. And this was just a ministry connection thing that uh, Chris Poyer uh, who's one of my partners in ministry, sent me a message from Columbus, Georgia, to say that there was another person there at Heroes Con from Columbus, Georgia, who is an artist who's about Jesus, and uh, told me I needed to go find her booth. So I went and found her booth and gave her a business card and a book. Told her great job, and I was you know come by and see me. So we were, like we exchanged art, we exchanged stickers, um, and I did a post promoting her stuff on uh, my Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. But it's just uh, Brits Comics on instagram and she she makes some really good art she's got her own independent comic line but she had stickers that said like epic jesus moments and she had just some really cool art and stuff and uh it she's just it was really neat to come across another person doing some good work like that so uh if you check out my socials check that out as well and um before we bounce out of here um our next show that we know of uh, is going to be GalaxyCon. uh i'm only going to say this because y'all are bothering to listen to the podcast um i have been offered to go back to san diego and i don't know what i'm going to do about that um personally uh right now i just don't know if it's a really good time for me to do that but that's also potential but that's the week before here or the week the same week of uh galaxy con like the couple days before it but uh that's a cool opportunity as well. Before we dip out of here, I wanna take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters for um, being so cool and awesome. Uh, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, John Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poyer, Chris Cook, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, Adam Davis, and Stephanie Schwant. Thank you guys for being super awesome and do- mo- donating to Faith and Fandom monthly to help make our ministry and books and cons and all the other nerdy junk happen. Uh, y'all make a huge difference in that. And if you're listening and you want to be a part of this through Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash faithandfandom and check it out. We have th- prayer partners at a dollar or like you can sponsor a booth for us at, you know, other prices and junk, but literally just knowing you care and are praying for us means the world to us. Um, also, we had somebody that literally just came to tell us that they liked the podcast too, so rock on. Um, but it was a joy to me and encouraged my soul to be back at Heroes Con, and uh, Bella, thank you for being such a cool co-host for everything and for tonight as well. Um, we're exhausted, we've done two nights of camp in Alabama We're both about to fall asleep, and uh, I've got her up doing this podcast anyway, so yay. Uh, But thank Thank y'all for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again.